Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for being here yet another week. I have been feeling this warmer weather outside. For those of you who may not know where I'm recording from, I am in North Carolina around the Charlotte area. So it has been kind of warm lately and I actually am loving it. And (laughs) let me not spiral too bad, but Groundhog Day, right? Like, first of all, it's blowing my mind that that is still a celebrated holiday. But also the groundhog saw its shadow. So it's supposed to be six more weeks of winter. I can't believe I actually believed that to be true as a kid. Like, and I would be devastated when it was six more weeks of winter because I wanted spring But anyway, it's feeling a lot like spring outside, even though the groundhog saw its shadow. So I don't know. You tell me what's real. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to answer another question today from our Frequently Asked Question series. So today's question is, what should I do if no career interests me? I just want to start this off by acknowledging how scary this may be for someone who can't find a career that sounds interesting to them. Like there's so much pressure around hurrying up and growing up, finding a college, finding a career, finding a job. There's so much pressure around that to begin with that I can't imagine what it may be like for someone who literally doesn't know what to do or where to go. That's got to be terrifying because you feel like you probably feel like something's wrong with you. Like what's wrong with me that I can't find a career that I'm interested in? Like, why does nothing sound good? What does this mean about me? What's going to happen with my future? Like I can imagine that someone who is really struggling with finding a career that sounds right for them could really be mentally struggling with all of those questions. So let's start off with some introspection, some self-reflection, <laughs> in case you don't know what introspection is. I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to write them down, think about them, journal on them, whatever you need to do to really give it some thought and come up with an answer. The first question, is there anything at all that does interest you? Like, are there any topics that you like to talk about or activities that you like to do? Because there's almost always a way to incorporate an interest into your career path. But on top of that, we live in the age of the internet where you can literally 
monetize anything. Like there are people who get paid to play video games. Things that couldn't be imagined as careers before are totally achievable now and they're becoming normalized. Just think about social media influencers or online business owners like me (laughs) and freelancers. Like I'm telling you, you can monetize anything these days. But even aside from the unconventional careers, think about how many of us had our jobs move online from the comfort of our couch during COVID. Everybody was staying home. Everybody was working from home. So we're just in the digital age where more things are possible than we could have ever guessed. The second question I want to ask you is, what's your career personality? A career personality is the type of interest that you have when it comes to a job. So there are six different career personalities, and I don't think I could name them off the top of my head. So give me one second, and I'm going to actually pull them up. Okay, so the six career personalities are realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprising, and conventional. And just to give you a little glimpse into each of them, realistic is more so like construction workers, trade workers, people that are going to work with their hands, blue collar workers like that. Investigative would be the people that are the thinkers, like the scientific researchers, the detectives, people that are going to use a lot of their brain to do the work instead of their body. Artistic are the people that create things. So you're designing a product, you're painting a picture, you're doing sculpting, you're dancing, you're acting, you're singing, anything that you're doing that is artistic and creative. Social are the people that help others. So kind of like the field that I was in, um, where I was an x-ray tech and, you know, you're helping sick people all day, kind of like nurses, um, social work, things like that, where you're dealing with the direct public, daycare workers, teachers. Enterprising is like people that work in business that are leading a group of people, like they're in management, they're, um, in sales, they're, I can't think of much off the top of my head, but that's what enterprising is. Like you enjoy working on professional projects, you enjoy leading others, things like that. And conventional, those are the organizers. Those are people also in the office, but not the leaders of the office, but the people that make the office run, the people that are filing and organizing things, following the rules, following the routines and structure, um, stuff like that. So people working in an office where there's lots of organization and repetitive work to be done. So figuring out what your career personality is can point you in a direction of career clusters, which is like broad career fields. Like for example, law enforcement is a career cluster, but there's so many different um, jobs within that field that you could pursue. So figuring out what your career personality is can lead you towards broad career fields that can help you even further narrow down what you want 
to pursue. So I made a free quiz to help you determine what your career personality is. You answer about 10 or 12 questions. I don't remember how many are on there. Um, You answer a few questions about what you like, what you don't like. Takes only a few minutes, completely free. All you have to do is type in your email to get access to it. So I will drop that in the show notes. And when you get your results, you'll get a list of career pathways that you could take, like healthcare, law enforcement, agriculture, construction, things like that, that are just really broad nudges in the right direction. My third question for you today is, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you were a kid and people would ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What would you say? And do you share any of those interests now? It may be a broad common interest like me. So I wanted to be an astronaut. That was the first job that I ever said I wanted to have growing up. And my career ideas have always followed a scientific track throughout the years because I've always pretty much stayed within healthcare. So even though I don't still want to be an astronaut, I still followed science pretty much so that if I was struggling to find a career, I could look in the science world because that obviously has seemed to pique my interest multiple times in the past. Or it could be a more specific common interest like being a dancer or a teacher. Some people, you know, want to be a nurse and they actually become a nurse. Like Some people just know what they want to be, but that is not a gift that is given to everybody. So nine times out of 10, you're probably someone who does not have the same career interests that you had before. But if you are this special chosen bunch, then you probably aren't even listening to this podcast right now because you already know what you want to do. (laughs) Anyway, even if there's no match between what you liked before and what you like now, Like I said, your previous interests can still help guide you in the right direction. And my last question for you to ask yourself if you're struggling figuring out what you want to pursue as a career and nothing sounds interesting to you, would you be okay with finding a job that you don't mind working in order to fund yourself and your other interests? My poor, poor boyfriend. I have been wearing him out as my example for this. (laughs) So I will briefly touch on that. He has always had a passion for music and drumming, but that's not what he works in right now. He works in construction. He never dreamed of working construction, but he's there. Um, It's something he doesn't mind doing. He actually kind of enjoys it. And he makes decent money there so that he can fund his hobbies and the things that do bring him joy and fulfillment. So that's a perfectly normal thing that I'm sure a lot of other people out there do. So is there an activity that you don't mind, like math or writing, that you could incorporate into a career? Remember, though, careers aren't supposed to be our whole entire identity. And my friends make fun of me because I tend to make careers my whole entire identity. So I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. But 
I'm really bad about making my career, my whole personality and my whole entire life. So not only am I telling you, but I'm also reminding myself that careers are not supposed to be our whole entire identity. It's okay if you don't feel in love with or head over heels for your job, just as long as you're not hating it or you're miserable in it like I was. Because I remember the last few months of my job were just so incredibly miserable for me because I think I realized how unbalanced I felt. And I obviously didn't just up and quit my job because I needed a plan B. Um, even though some people would probably still argue and say I up and quit with no plan, but you know, that's neither here nor there, (laughs) but I needed to take time to think about what my next step was going to be, what my next move was going to be. And then once I figured that out and felt comfortable, I did it. I quit because even though that was paying the bills and I wasn't having to worry about, you know, meeting my financial needs, but none of my other needs were being met. And so that job no longer became worth the money because I realized I would rather have balance and happiness in other parts of my life than to have tons of money. So, which I actually, I think, talk more about that next week in my next podcast episode. So that's what I'm saying. It's okay if you are not super, super excited and in love with your job, as long as it's not killing you on the inside, as long as you're not miserable, as long as you don't hate it. Because once that happens, for me, there was no going back. I had to go. So I just don't want anybody to think it's normal to stay in a job that you don't like just for the sake of meeting your needs. Now, of course, I know there can be certain circumstances where people are desperate and need to do something, but those situations can be temporary and you get to choose if they are permanent or if they are temporary. For me, I swore to myself that I will never work for anybody else again. And I don't mean like working for clients when they hire me because that's different, but I mean, I am never working for another company again. That's why I started my own business. So I know if for some reason I was desperate enough to have to go and get another job, I know it would only be a temporary situation. I know that's not my long-term goal. And if that's just something that helps me get towards my long-term goal, that's fine. But I can rest knowing that I didn't turn my back on myself and that that is a temporary solution to a financial issue. You know, this is all hypothetical. So yeah, that was kind of a mini tangent on that. Just don't be miserable. I know there are some circumstances that require you to put up with things in order for survival, but once you get to a point where you're not having to focus on surviving, you can start focusing on thriving then get out of that terrible career situation. But hopefully you're early on enough in your journey that you won't ever end up in something like that because you're taking the time to be careful and evaluate your interests and carefully pick something that is going to be a good match for you. 
And at the end of it all, if you still absolutely cannot find any interesting careers, ask yourself if you're okay with working a job you don't mind in order to get the bills paid, even if it doesn't necessarily bring you excitement or fulfillment. Are there other things in life that do allow you to feel joy and fulfillment? Because you can use that as your source instead of using your job as your source of happiness and fulfillment, which you shouldn't use anything as your source of happiness except for yourself. No external factors, but yeah, I'm not even going to get on that, open that can of worms. (laughs) But if you find yourself struggling to find a job that you're interested in, have you possibly lost interest in life in general? If you're struggling to find a career path while also struggling with mental health, please, please, please take care of yourself first. Your career can wait. You have the rest of your life to figure that out. Mental health can be a slippery slope sometimes, especially if something goes untreated and ignored. I want you to know that you and your well-being are a priority over worrying about what career you're going to pursue. Like I said, the future can wait, your career can wait, your mental health cannot wait. Your mental health should be a priority because you taking care of your mental health is what's going to secure you a successful future. The more you work on your mental health, the more those other things will fall into place. So I don't want you to think that you have to worry about anything other than getting yourself better right now. Don't be afraid to take a break, focus on yourself, talk with your parents, seek therapy, get medication, go to the emergency room if it gets really bad, whatever it is that you may need. And know that you have myself and other loved ones who are here to support you and want you to get better, truly. If you need someone to talk to, you can always message me or you can call 988 for support. And you don't have to wait until it gets too bad to reach out for help. Someone will be on that number to talk to you at any time. It doesn't have to be super bad for you to talk to somebody. You can always message me. Just know that your career will always be here, but we want you to always be here too. (sighs) So I know that got a little heavy at the end, but I have been seeing so many young people talk about their deteriorating mental health and talking about unaliving themselves. So I just wanted to touch on the topic of mental health because that's got to be a really hard thing to deal with on top of the pressures of trying to choose a career and build your future. It cannot be easy trying to be forced to think about a future when you don't even have interest in getting to that point. But as always, I am sending love and light to everyone listening. And like I say every single time on here, it is hard to give really specific answers without knowing your personal interests. So feel free to message me on social media or use the link in the show notes to book a free call with me so that we can talk more in depth about your situation because I really do want to see how I can help you. In the meantime, come hang out with me on social media at Madeline Swan LLC 
across all four platforms that I'm on, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Stay safe and let's hang out again soon.